Sleepwalker Radio, and I'm here with Julesy. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how's it going? How are you doing? I'm doing good today. You know, it's not too cold, but inside. <laughs> facts, facts. Yeah, I feel like it had been cold as shit because I'm in Philly, and I feel like you're in Philly too, right? Yeah. 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 It's cold as shit, and um, but it just randomly got kind of warm the last like couple days just nice. yeah yeah i kind of i'm digging that like i'm not ready for like whatever cold front is coming up so i'm just gonna right like, right enjoy this while i can yeah, I can too. <laughs> um, but yeah i mean i kind of already alluded to it but where are you where are you from i'm from philly i'm from south philly mm-hmm. right there born and raised facts what was it like growing up in uh, South Philly? It's all right. <laughs> you know, it's like, mm. it's Philly. Like, I don't know. I've been, I'm like 23 now. So it's like, I've been here my whole life. Got you. Yeah. And like, you know, things, some things are really the same and some things have changed, but it's like, it's cool. It's not, it's nothing like special, I guess. <laughs> but I wouldn't, you know, really special. I don't think I'd want to be from anywhere else. So (laughs) I just moved over to Philly like a couple years ago and I really fucked with it here. It's it's cool. Get him. I'm happy. It reminds me of like a bigger DC in like 2014, 2015. I could see that. The positive ways Hmm. you could look at it. It's like just like before it got like really, really fucked up by the gentrification even though it's happening everywhere you know yeah for sure yeah philly's even affected by it but there's still more like realness here like it's like a lot of that remains untouched which is yeah yeah exactly um do you go to like north philly often i feel like there's like a south philly north philly i don't know (laughs) how to describe it i don't want to say a divide but they're like that they're like separate like very separate for sure there's yeah like I mean, I didn't really start, like, hanging out in North Philly until I went to Temple, because, like, I don't know, even, like, my dad's side of the family, like, lives in North Philly, but I'm just not, like, when growing up, I didn't, like, go up to, like, there too much, you know, but, like, it, yeah, I don't know, it's just Philly's all divided and, like, separated <laughs> in their own ways, you know, but, yeah, no, I mean, now I'm in, like, I'm in, like, the Fishtown area now, but I, I was in North Philly a lot, like, when I was at Temple, so. Got you, got you, got you. Yeah, no, it's cool. I'm in North Philly right now. I I don't really go to South Philly that often. Just yeah. That's <laughs> how it goes. That's how it goes. Yeah, even, like, I don't know. I don't even, like, my parents are still in South Philly, and I don't even, like, go down there as often as I could. It's just, like, mm-hmm. out of the way sometimes. Facts. Yeah. <laughs> Even though it's really not that far at all. No, it's close as shit. It's so close. <laughs> really close, but <laughs> just like you know, it's not public transportation is not that fast, and like I don't drive, so it's like yeah, same. It's just it. It's a lot for me. <laughs> it's a journey. Um. So when did you start like making music? Because I feel like I got hip to you as being just like a DJ at different um events throughout Philly, but you were originally or you came into the game as a producer, right? Yeah, yeah. Like I was a producer before I was a DJ. Yeah. Um that kind of just like, you know, 
And the DJ thing got bigger than the producer thing. So I was like, all right, well, <laughs> yeah, makes sense. you know, but I'm still a producer at heart. You know, that's what like makes the music happen. Like shit. Um, yeah. But like, I mean, I don't know, like producing music, like electronic music. I didn't really start to like um, consistently do until like 2017, 2016. Mm-hmm. But I've been making music my whole life. Like, right. yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> you play like any instruments growing up? Yeah, I played the guitar. That was like my first instrument. And then I went to like like a music public school in South Philly. Um we did like choir stuff and I was like playing the oboe and piano and like really? and concert band and all <laughs> all those music tech classes, music theory, like <laughs> so I like grew up on that and like that was like in middle school. So gotcha. I just kinda like carried it through my life. Were you like any in any bands or anything like that? Um, yeah, I wasn't like concert bands. I wasn't in like a band, like you know, like a yeah. band with like friends or anything. <laughs> but um, like when I was in high school, I had um, because I went to a different high school, but it was like still I was like surrounded by like artists and kind of stuff like that, and I had friends that were in bands, and I was like wanting to get back into like making music, like and, like beats and stuff. So I just kind of started that out on my own gotcha yeah and it was electronic music that you were first starting to make when you got into like beat making um so it was more like i was i was in like a digvid program in high school so i was like doing like sound stuff and i wanted to start making like like soundtracks and like scores for like the short films we were doing so i kind of got into making music as like like music for films and then I got into it as like um like beats like like boom bap like lo-fi kind of like it's like that's like where I like really started doing that got you yeah the electronic music stuff like came more like I guess recently in like the past couple of years got you that's a cool way to get into it making music like for films type shit yeah it's cool. yeah it's like all because it's like atmosphere stuff mm-hmm. you like all about like textures and putting people into like a space facts yeah. <laughs> um what was like the first like track that you put out oh man it, it was probably it was something on soundcloud like uh i don't even know it, it was something it was it's like <sighs> I don't because I I had like a EP that I put out, but I don't I don't think it's up anymore. Is it um, transcend with Jay Jared? It's not that that one was like the first like like thing I put out like after that with Jared. Um, but no, I I had something I like had on um, Bandcamp and uh, for a while, but I like that was like in high school, like it was like the first thing I like really put out. Um. But I took it down because it like I don't know it didn't like sound really good to me. But it was That's like yeah, it was it was called Dreams. It was like a little like five track EP. It was like testing out like using music production software like before I really like understood it. Got you. Really, so, but that was like the first like real release I had, I guess. And that was like twenty seventeen. Yeah, that was like twenty seventeen. Got you. Um. Well, I mentioned, I'm about to share my, my screen. 
I mentioned the uh, Transcend EP yes. that you put out. So would you say that's like the, well, how, how did this come about? Because this was like the first project that I kind of saw when I was doing research on you. That, like, yeah. Fun. So like this project, like, this is like when I really like started to like learn how to use Ableton. And like, I was like always like hanging with my friend Jared and like, we like really like worked together on this. And like, he was just like, cause I was using like Logic before. Word. So I would like link with my friend Jared and my friend James and Ben and like Vic and we would all like just mess around in Ableton, like in mm -hmm. like Upper Darby, like they like lived out there. Sure. So yeah, we like made this together. It was just like kind of like we we were like collabing a lot on beats and it was like really like helping me like learn like how to like make beats properly. So I was like, you know, like we should like make a little project together. Like we're like getting into this like weird sound so let's like play around with that more right. and we kind of just did this yeah I'm, i miss those days that was, that was fun it was like very <laughs> like lighthearted and like just like i feel like that was a time in my life when i was like oh like i can like hang out with friends and making music and it's like that was like almost like being in a band for me you know like <laughs> just like little jam sessions like on ableton like <laughs> So, no, that's cool. Yeah. It sounds pretty. It's, it sounds pretty nice. Like I listened through it, and it was it was good instrumentation. Instrumentals. Yeah. Do you still use Ableton? Yeah, yeah. That's my that's my dog. So, that seems to be the the go to. Like it, yeah, you know, know, people all have their opinions, but <laughs> Ableton works for me. Or like that's where people like end up on Ableton, if that makes sense yeah it's, it seems like like the final boss it's like yeah, exactly i guess i'll try this out now you know and it works and then um another thing when i was just doing research on you that i saw came up was that you had a production placement on the women of the world volume two and it was like a international like release right yeah yeah, this was a, this was special. Yeah, how'd that come about? Man, I you know I would think um. I was at this point. It's funny because there's like a lot of DJs on here now that like, or like a lot of producers on here that EP that are like you know like popping DJs now, and it like makes me really happy because it's like damn like we all like came up like doing this stuff, but it was kind of like I was. I think I was just like doing because I was like very in like the lo-fi community or whatever and like right that was kind of like the spot to be like there was like a lot of support in that like area of like beats and stuff and there's these organizations I think it's like beats by girls and like she is the music and they all like will like throw things out there like hey you should apply to this release or apply to this like whatever and Sadiva was like one of the like producers from the, like the that time that I was like listening to like through YouTube and everything and I was like you know like I should like submit to this you know I'm like yeah I like these people like <laughs> why, why not like put submit a track to it and they um and Inner Ocean Records was like a huge like lo-fi label like gotcha. back in like you know it's still huge but like it was like the thing like you know in 2016 like I would be on YouTube and I would always see like people like put out releases on there and be like, oh, this is sick. Like, this is like a nice community to be a part of. Nice. So, um, and they just like worked with 
um, Sadiva to do like um, Women of the World. Uh, it's like a, you know, it's just like a collect collection of like songs from women producers. So, yeah, that was like yeah, that was like a nice moment for me. Like I think it was like, you know, like one of like the like the top like hip hop albums on like Bandcamp for like one week, and I was like, oh, this is oh, sick. <laughs> That's pretty cool. And was that like your first placement on um like a beat tape type of deal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was like the, my first um instance like, of that. Great way to start. Yeah, no, uh, for sure. Like I, I've been, I've been like connected to like a lot of those girls like since then, and like it's been it's like so cool to like see everyone's progress and like see what everyone's up to, and it's like it's it's nice. Like everybody like kind of took their like different routes, but like. Some of us are like in this like same. We're still like in the same like. We just, like took like the same path, I guess, yeah. like into like this like, electronic world, I guess, of stuff. It's tough. Dance music and whatnot. So it's pretty cool. So, when did you start DJing? Because it seems like you were really, like, going down the producer line for a minute. Yeah. Um, I started DJing like twenty. 18 2019 um it started more of like i was like just wanted to play like my beats live so i got an sp and like no. I like i got it's still right here next to oh, me oh shit <laughs> but, um, yeah like i went on craigslist i got an sp and then i started to like i was like man my all my friends are in bands and they're playing house shows like i want to do that too so mm -hmm. i started like playing like basement shows and like just like asking like you know ask my friends like hey like i, I would play like we should like throw a show together and like just like mm -hmm. that just wound up happening and then um and then you know i was like in college so people were like oh you should like dj my halloween party or something like that so that started to happen more and mm -hmm. then like I was like mostly just like DJing my beats and then I was like also working with my friend um Huey like and we were like making music together for a while and he's a rapper and producer so I would like I was like basically his DJ too like I would just like mm -hmm. play his tracks for him live and like he would rap and like sometimes we do little ciphers and like I'd bring the SP out and like make like beats live and like like that's people true. like in the basement would just like all like surf together <laughs> that's tough. Those were, like, dude, that was really tough that was like a good like those those again like wholesome moments like mm -hmm. really wholesome moments um so that was going on for a while and then like yeah then i was like i got into this thing i was like damn like i want to like play like you know i want to like make dance I like dancing music I like I want to make people dance and then I um I got like attached to this idea of like going to like study in Berlin for like a few months so then like I was like okay I'm gonna go to Berlin like the uh, fall 2019 gotcha. um, and before I did that um me and my friend Vic like Vic was like wanting to like throw raves she was like I want to start like throwing raves and I was All like right. let's do it and like she linked with my friend Keenan, who's like also like like instrumental to like the like scene, I guess, in Philly. <laughs> but um Vic and Keenan and then their friend Mo, like they all and like they all got together and were like, okay, like let's start like this rave series. And it was called Alt Escape. Word. And 
alt escape was like the alt escape was like the start of like the younger generation like it was like where like all these like baby ravers now like came up out of <laughs> like <laughs> in like august 2019 was like the first um party like right because i left for berlin in, like september Mm-hmm. 2019 so i played that party in like august and we were like we had no idea who was going to show up or like we were just like going out to like rittenhouse and like telling people like hey you should pull up to this rave we're throwing and people weren't like throwing raves like in our like scene it was just like you know the house shows
and then right after that is when like covid happened and like lockdown and the like that last one was like it, like probably like the biggest one and it was like you know the energy was just different like it felt great like mm -hmm. things like it felt like things were like going to get crazy that summer but um then you know i didn't dj for like a year like i, I didn't even pick up my controller for like a year <laughs> so <laughs> i was like <laughs> And that's when I got more into like producing again. Um, yeah. Yeah. That gave me more time to get back into it and like really like, you know, get, yeah, you know, just mess around and like be weird with music. Mm -hmm. um, but I think like after that, like, la like last summer, like summer 2021, not this past summer, but the one before yeah. that, that was like, when I was like, okay, like <laughs> I'm I'm a DJ now. <laughs> I guess like Word. it was just like rave, like after rave after rave. Mm. And then like I yeah, I was like on and off working a little bit. And then like I've been like a full time DJ like since um since like May, I guess now. Okay, word. So, uh yeah, like I was like honestly like i dj'd most of like last like 2021 like as like yeah. full time but like not i was still like working here and there but like i've been like more able to like focus on djing now so it's been that's tough nice. so you're just full like just fully djing now yeah i've been able to do it this way since like may yeah um, so yeah it's pretty cool <laughs> pretty cool <laughs> i'm probably gonna like get a job again just because i want more money <laughs> it's not, not like you know it's not very lucrative like i can't like save money but i can like make ends meet which is nice yeah no it's yeah like that's the goal for a lot of people just to even reach yeah. just to like yeah just to mm. make ends meet doing what you love like but yeah just i want to go through a couple of just cool like events you dj'd recently i guess in the last few months for real one was um the adult swim festival yes how did that uh come about that man so back in 20 what was it 2018 i guess like this is before i started like really djing mm -hmm. um i went to like tierra wax like last like intimate show at the rotunda um in west philly Mm -hmm. um, that was like before it was like right after i think whack world released and like it was like you know so that show like sold out pretty quickly but that is like a small spot like i used to do like poetry readings there when I was, like, oh, <laughs> okay. um, but i met her um, manager johnny there and i was like yo like i'm a producer like i had known like um some people that like had produced for her at that time so I was like yeah like I know this person blah blah, blah. And he was like oh you know like uh, put your info in my phone like I'll keep in touch with you and then like you know her manager is kind of like an A&R too so he's like yeah. always like watching like what's going on in the scene right he just kind of like was like watching me like through like Instagram through mm -hmm. like since then like and saw like he would like came to like the last alt escape he was like the oh, mentor but really for like my friend Vic like she would like go to him like asking like for guidance like on like like you know music scene and like, getting, like shows and stuff mm -hmm. and he was like always like really like helpful or like willing to like offer like any type of like 
wisdom that he could. <laughs> so um sounds like a solid dude. No, it was it was pretty cool. And then he just like literally like the week before they were gonna announce this. Um I ran into him at the spot I DJ all the time, uh like Elemento. Mm-hmm. He was like, Hey, like I want you on a show with Wack soon. Like I'm gonna have like my people reach out to you and then like I didn't really know what the show was. I just knew it was going to be a show with Wack. Yeah. And then they were like, yeah, like, um, they like made me send like a press kit and all this stuff. Like, so I was like, you know, I didn't really know what I was in for. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like, they announced it and it was like Adult Swim Festival. Yeah, and I was like, oh, this crazy. is what I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> like, I had no idea. No, that's lit. Yeah. That's it was super- pretty crazy. I didn't, so... It, it all worked out like very mm-hmm. organically it was very nice and then um another show you did was making time um slash the the lot radio yeah and they had like a i'm like hip to the lot radio because i know it has like a show that different djs will go on and i feel like it's a pretty big deal especially nowadays over the because they've like grew a pretty good amount over the years um to be featured on just anything they do um so they did like a music festival yeah yeah so making time is like one it's like the one of like the biggest like electronic like you know music like parties i guess in philadelphia um like that's like really like where like like the (laughs) like the epi center of like the scene um and they they do parties like you know every month or every other month something like that um but they have like their um their festival like every, like once a year um mm. and recently like the last couple of years they were doing it at um Port Mifflin and um yeah they asked me to play this the lot radio stage set um there and it was like the only one that was like live streamed cuz that's what the lot radio does so um it's pretty it's pretty sick like i <laughs> i was like up on this hill um and they had like you know it's fort mifflin is like right next to like the airport like you can see planes like landing and like coming up like I, they were coming like, they, were, they were behind me and they were like in front of me like everywhere you looked it was like planes <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy it was crazy nice <laughs> that was so much fun. Um, and then another shows that you've done was <laughs> the Shrek Rave. Um, yes. Which is kind of crazy. And you also did a Bikini Bottom Rave too out in yep. San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How, how was that? The, these like themed parties are so much fun like really they're so much fun I, it's because <laughs> like I think I just love like being able to like curate a set like with like some like you know just being silly in mind like I, I grew up on Spongebob like I am an, I was an avid Shrek watcher <laughs> like I've seen all of them I had the video game Shrek 2 oh that's that's fire that's fire <laughs> you know like yeah this this is like just stuff that's like part of like you know this is what i grew up on so it's like 
funny to like you know be at a party with like grown adults like of like drinking age like <laughs> just like going really hard for <laughs> Spongebob <laughs> it's, no, that's like, funny shit. it's, it's perfect it's perfect Would like you say those were like the silliest shows that um you've done so far? yeah yeah Yeah. yeah very lighthearted very yeah very much so very much so uh i i i get down with that <laughs> Um and then something else are you into like 3D like imagery? developing and making and designing and stuff Yeah, it's kind of like what I went to school for. That's like, I I found this video that you put out for your yeah, like your college thesis. I'm just gonna play it. yeah, Yeah, no, this is a uh, this is cool. And I've noticed you've made other like visualizations for like just other things you've done. yeah. How long have you been into that? Mm hmm. Um. I mean, I, it's something that I got into, like, being in school, because I was going to school for, like, media arts, and I didn't want to go, like, the classic, like, film, like, route with, like, you know, director, producer, that kind of stuff. Like, I wanted to, like, get more into, like, digital art and, like, experimental projects of, like, the sort. So I kind of was, like, I started taking, like, animation classes and, like, 3D design classes. And I, it was just, like, it was fun for me. Like, it's pretty tedious and, like, time-consuming. Seems like it, yeah. <laughs> like, really time-consuming. So it's, like, something that's kind of hard to, like, just, like, pick up again. <laughs> right. But it was, like, a good, I don't know, it's a good way for me to, like, express myself. Or, like, you know, I, I like making digital art. Like, it's, like... You know, I should, it's something that I want to like get into again eventually, For like sure. a lot more time. Yeah, yeah. Once. I feel like when you're a little less busy, it feels like you're really, it seems like you're really busy right now. But Yeah, <laughs> it's you know, it's something I realize like I'm just gonna keep getting busier. So it's like you know, it's whatever. I just have to like figure out how to manage my time better. But it's yeah, I, that was really that was that was cool to do and like learn like. I would like to do that more, like, for fun, just, like, make more visualizations of stuff. Yeah, no. Some more like producer questions. Oh yeah, you put out um a project in twenty twenty, I believe, called It's All Love. And this is like the most I think like the largest just piece of work you've put out, like production wise or just musically wise, other Yeah. than the mixes. Um what went into this? So this was like my COVID project. Like this is like when I like started to like lock down. Like I I had a, a lot of these songs already as like, you know, almost finished or like projects that I was like working on. Some of them I had like released on like SoundCloud already. So I was like, okay, like I guess I'll just like try to make a continuous album, like something that like flows together. Um, And I was like doing like a lot of sample based stuff. So I was like just getting into that. Um. like Yeah. figuring out like a sound that I wanted to go with and like at, at this point like my sound was like kind of changing already like I was getting more into like house music at this moment so I was like okay like this is more like the kind of like 
lo-fi like boom bap kind of beats I was like doing like yeah. I started out with and I just like I didn't like put it out so I was like ready just to like release it and like get it out that makes sense yeah so that was that for me just like kind of a really literally like a release of like okay like here here is everything that I had yeah um, let me just like put it out for people to enjoy now so got you and are you still like making music now or are you just kind of fully focused on DJing no I am making music now like I, I'm doing a lot of different things um uh yeah I am making like a lot more like house music drum and bass like Right. that sort of thing um yeah. I started like singing too and like recording myself and just like experimenting with that and like I I'm getting like ready for like a release of stuff like okay. I, I want like to like start like rolling out singles and like we're just like posting on SoundCloud like getting like my like current sound out there for people mm -hmm. to like understand more for sure and then like you know just moving off of that because I feel like I have like you know I have people that are like going out to like my parties I have like fans like this now so yeah, yeah definitely you know I want <laughs> I want to show like what I've been working on uh, sometimes it's just like I'll hold on to things for longer than I should that's fair yeah. that's fair everybody does that so <laughs> um, exactly any any idea when you think like the new music will come out Honestly, I'm like, <laughs> I was kind of looking to just like drop something on SoundCloud this week. Like, oh, weird. Yeah, so I I might still do that. <laughs> like, <Okay. laughs> if not this week, like maybe like next week or in the coming weeks. I just want like I have some things that I'm like, oh, like this sounds like how I want it to sound. So I think I'll just put it out on SoundCloud at least. Um, and then like as far as like proper releases, like. I want to get like a single rollout going like in the next couple of months. So Wait. I'm like, I'm ready for that. I have like songs that are like at that point now that like just maybe need like a few like minor <laughs> tweaks, like mm. mixing, mastering stuff. But it's time. <laughs> it's time. Um, So it sounds like you're more focused on like the electronic side of production, but I just wanted to touch on some like hip-hop placements that you've gotten that were cool um so you produced like two tracks or co-produced two tracks off of uh jawstar ep they released i think at like the beginning of this year or something like that yeah back in yeah uh, last december yeah how to how that like connection come about so i mean i'm very i'm still connected to like the like hip-hop scene for sure like yeah, yeah. that's like like still like a big part of like you know my what makes my sound I guess for sure um, I would too yeah so it's like um I how did I get connected I think I got connected to Jawstar just through like that just through that because I like work with Benny like like he's like he was like basically like my mentor also because he's like grew right. up with Jared like him and Jared are like brothers like not really but <laughs> And then, like, him and my friend James are actually brothers, so it's, like, okay, we all, like, work together, like, we're all, like, making music together, um, and Jostar kind of found me through that, and, like, obviously, like, he, he was interested in my sound, because, like, he does, like, very experimental, like, rap, and, like, he's yeah. very into, like, the rave scene, and, like, for sure, that, that electronic scene, so, 
I like my sound like works for him. I feel like he has a lot of crossover. Yeah. So that's like cool to me. I, I like that. Like that's how we got along. Um, and like I started working with his producer Larry, and like we'll like send things to each other back and forth. So I was just like sending loops and stuff, and like I sent like loops to Benny, I sent loops to Larry, and like we were just like okay, like let's like I'll, like send these beats back to Jostar, and like he was like yeah, I'm gonna like record on this, and like <laughs> I met um Jostar like in the studio at like Obi um that sometime last year, and then I like sent him one of the beats I made with Benny and he's like, just like started to like lay something down on there and I was like oh this is sick like <laughs> this is gonna sound good <laughs> and then it just wound up working out like that <laughs> awesome. yeah shout out to uh, Larry the producer he's he makes really cool beats yes he does shout out Larry I I, I have some some tracks I need to get back to him <laughs> <laughs> um and then another placement you got was on uh Rob Banks tape or project yeah. Yeah. co-produced with facts only um how'd you meet or how how'd you meet facts only also just through benny so yeah so um benny's been working on dying um yeah, yeah, yeah. and then i had there was a producer camp last year um like a working on dying producer camp um in jersey and i was like connected with a bunch of people that were like uh, like running that studio um so they uh, they were like oh you're like you can you know come here like and there's gonna be like the working on dying camp and i didn't even realize that benny and james were gonna be there and i was like oh like this is cool like i have like you know like friends it's like family here that i can like work with and then we were all like hanging outside it was like it was pretty cold they had the <laughs> going <laughs> so cool. it looks kind of chilly everyone it was pretty it was pretty damn cold and that was in yeah that was in um November yeah that was in November um Facts. and it was really cool like I got to meet like all these like producers that I didn't like you know I had like seen like sort of like on the internet but I hadn't like really like connected with like that and like I was like the only like woman producer there so it was also like I, I don't know I, I didn't feel weird but it was just like oh that's like always like the case it feels like yeah so it was cool, like, just being around people and, like, I could just be myself and, like, make music and I didn't feel, like, weird or anything. So right, right, yeah. It was it was really nice. And, like, I, like, you know, I got to, like, share music that, like, you know, I sometimes it's, like, hard for me to, like, work with people if, like, we don't connect in, like, a certain, like, sound or something. So I feel like my sound was, like, accepted there and it was nice. So. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Shout out working on that. Oh, working on dying good peoples <laughs> <laughs> um yeah no and also shout out rob banks this is a crazy chain that's crazy yeah i i had no idea would, like go to somebody like him you know i was just like <laughs> in the we were just out in the yard and i was like fax was like wondering what i was working on and i like he's like oh send me like your samples and send me like some things and like I sent him some samples and then we started to like chop it up and like he would like threw down the beat on it so it was pretty cool yeah it's as of like in, in interviewing more people just throughout the scene there are like a lot of I guess like producer work camps or work work uh 
or just producer camps where like a bunch of people work on a bunch of beats together and work on just yeah. songs together and then they get sent out to a bunch of different yeah. people and like a lot of like rare collabs you wouldn't think of i think sometimes happens through just for like sure for sure it's i think that's just like the greatest way to do it because it's like you're just jamming with your friends like you're just like making music for the sake of making it like you don't care who like gets it someone will see it someone's gonna like listen to it at some point like that's how the best shit gets me exactly so yeah, I would have never known, but I I knew the beats were crazy. I was just like, I like it sounds crazy. So somebody's gonna want to do something with this. So that's cool. Um, back to some DJing questions. What program do you use for your DJing? Um, when I am like bringing my controller out, I'll use Serato. But like, I've been using like CDJs and like XDJs more. So I like have to I use like Recordbox. Word. So yeah, it's like I'll just pull up with my USB and like plug in and all those like the CDJs like they recognize record box. They don't really recognize Serato. So I have to like just run all my tracks through record box and like have them analyzed through there on my USB. So it's like okay. I do now. Yeah, I feel like rec record box and serato are like pretty similar, right? Yeah, they're pretty similar. They're, I mean all yeah, all DJ yeah, software is kind of similar. Yeah yeah have to do the same thing so yeah exactly <laughs> um and then this is just like something i was curious about just with djs specifically when you're like doing live sets do you like pre-record like the mashups and and different things or is it all live i mean it depends like some like some remixes or mashups like I'll like download like mm-hmm. or like have like already like done myself but I like like the mixing between the songs is all live like I don't like re-record like a transition or anything yeah um I could like <laughs> there's some that like honestly like it might be easier if I like pre-record it but <laughs> I'll always just like try to do it live and like do that sort of thing but like yeah any like usually like mixes like I'll just like transition live. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, what's the longest set you've ever played? Uh, probably like six hours. Fuck. <laughs> I played. It was six hours. It was like eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, one, two. Uh, no, I think or I think it was like five hours. Um. Yeah, that's still a really long time. Yeah. It was like last New Year's. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> take any breaks at all, or was it just like you just? Oh no, I was able to take some breaks. It was like, um, yeah, I was like DJing at this like at, at the bar I used to work at actually. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I like you know I, I took some breaks. I, I I there were moments when I like it was like okay I'm gonna like go outside and smoke. And I just like put like a playlist on. <laughs> It's, like, it's not the same kind of thing as like you know DJing yeah. like a, a a part like a yeah um, DJing like a bar is yeah yeah it, it was like a different style of music than I usually play too so I didn't really feel so bad about it <laughs> yeah, yeah, really, yeah I got you <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah who are like some people that you've gotten like on the same bill as that like you just never expect or like oh shit this is crazy um 
with the same. I mean, definitely like Tierra Whack. Like I would I wouldn't expect that ever really or like. Damn, who else? No, I've teached with some like really cool people that like. It's like whoa! I didn't think I'd ever like be able to like do that with them. Or like, I was I DJed for like Zach Fox like for the last like working on dying thing. Oh, like, yeah, it, no, yeah, we're we're tight now. It's like <laughs> I'm actually like I'm, I was supposed to announce it today. I'm like DJing for Tisa Korean on Friday at every oh, <laughs> so, hey. I need to I need to make that announcement. I, think. I was I was literally gonna ask you on. Later in this interview, like how did you meet up with T Supreme? Because I saw you like posted on his IG, it was just, like a pic of y'all together type shit. That was that's random. Like, we like, I went to his like free show uh, he did yeah. in New York over the summer, mm -hmm. and I was like walking with my friend Annabelle because we were like meeting up with my friends like Vic and Jess. Like, they had just like pulled up to the park, mm -hmm. and like at the same time that we were like running into them, like at the park entrance, like Tisa Korean was like doing like a kickflip or something on <laughs> the skateboard, and we were like, oh hey, <laughs> and then <laughs> they, we all were just like talking for a while, and Vic's like a photographer, so she's like, oh like let me get like your picture, and then he was like, yeah, do you guys want pictures? And I was like, yeah, let's like, like take a picture together, and then we like wound up taking a picture together. And he's like, follow me, follow yourself on Instagram. I'm like, okay. <laughs> And then, like, he's, like, kind of, like, been in touch with me through there. And then, like, we, like, ran into each other again at, like, a party he played at in New York, like, a few months ago. Right. And he remembered me. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, hey, yeah, like, that kind of put me in touch for this gig. So that's that's nice. You know, shout out, Zach. I booked him to do a stand-up set at my school. Oh, yeah. He did, like. It was for Black History Month, uh, for, <laughs> like like two or three weeks before the pandemic happened. It was funny. Yo, it was really hilarious. That's crazy. Yeah, he's hilarious. That's that's really <laughs> funny. Yeah. <laughs> he's great what he does. Um, that's cool. Oh yeah, another uh, someone who I've just seen you've been either they've been involved in shows that you've put together or you've just been featured on the same lineup as them is a uh, day's God. How did y'all connect? Yeah. That's like internet, like Twitter, like, honestly, okay. like <laughs> I, That's how it I goes. was actually like, so I got hip to like LDA because I like, I, I think honestly, one of my friends like sent me like the, um, like this one album was like optic core and like some other like you know it was like um some compilation of like crazy tracks and like i was like oh this is so sick and like i started to play them at raves like last summer before i really knew who like days god was and then i like mm -hmm. he started like popping up in my algorithm of stuff and it's like oh like his songs are sick and like start listening to like dirty bird because my friend put me onto him and i didn't realize like they were all, all like connected Word. and then like I like started to like see like their tweets come up on my timeline. And I was like, oh, like <laughs> these are like <laughs> they're around. Like these are people that are around. So yeah, we started to do stuff together. And like I had like like Teth and Cooley were hip to him too. So it was kind of like it made sense. Like we all like make similar kinds of music. And um yeah, like I started to go to New York more for shows and like I would always like be I started to like just get connected to like their world of stuff so that's been a nice like progression I think 
Oh, shout out to shout out to this guy. Shout out to this guy. Yeah, good good peoples again. <laughs> I'm share my screen again. So I think you um recently joined non non such booking agency, and they're based out of Germany, right, Berlin. Yeah, none such. Um, they have they're they've got a like a, they just started like their American branch basically, but they mm -hmm. like, are like based out of Germany, like in Berlin. Um, but Sam, who um, he's like the, Philly liaison, and now like, Cameron, who's like frequent frequency, he's like also like another like part of none such that's like the Philly liaison as well. Um, they're my like booking agents basically okay um, cool and they do like some like management stuff for me too but like it's very organic like we just like talk about like the direction i want to go with things um and they like you know if like they were like a big help in like the adult swim stuff when it was like like a lot of like paperwork and stuff that like <laughs> i couldn't handle on my own like no, they fair. really like helped me sort that out and like yeah, they'll just like I, I can like revert people to them like if I have like booking inquiries like which is nice um that's cool yeah and yeah that's nice that you don't have to like rely on people all the way out in like Germany type shit to like <laughs> yeah yeah no I have like my my the Philly people here like that have me but like the the goal is with this like to like have like a transfer of like their Berlin DJs and like the Philly DJs and like have us like do it like a little swap of mm. yeah no I, I definitely want to get back out there and play out there so yeah no exactly yeah no it's that's cool and so they just kind of handle your booking stuff like are you signed to them or anything like that just kind of curious it's, that simple. it's like they, they yeah they just handle like my booking stuff like there's not like um i mean it's yeah like it, we have like an agreement together you know it's like gotcha. they it's but it's not like um it's not very complicated. <laughs> like a 360. No, no, no. <laughs> we just kind of have an agreement together. So yeah, it's yeah. like I'm signed in a way, but it's not like it's not like yeah. And um you feel like it's helped you so far since you joined them? Yeah, honestly, like it's made like you know, the it's made me like feel like I am able to like do this full time and like I think it is a big reason why I'm able to do this full time because like not only do like people take me a little more seriously, but it's like, you know, I, I can make sure I have like things covered, like my transportation or like think like, you know, they can advocate for me on that end. And I don't have yeah. to like feel like I'm like totally like doing this by myself, you know. That's really nice. So it it is very nice. Like I'm grateful for them for sure. And like just to be able to talk out my creative ideas and like my goals for myself, like with like people that like actually like can help me like it's yeah, yeah, like, like, <laughs> it's very nice like it's not like i'm just like talking to like my friends or like the, my therapist. <laughs> like, like shit yeah <laughs> exactly and then another cool thing you you have like a residency at the 700 club right yeah how that uh how long have you been doing it for also oh wow i feel like i've been doing that since august i think yeah i think it's been since august mm. um 
like right after my adult swim stuff i Gotcha. think that's when i started my residency here um no it's been sick it's been it's been nice like i've i've been able to like kind of bring like the rave scene like to like a you know like a smaller club and like Yeah. a lot of people that like had like you know that don't because i feel like i've like had more like time and experience like being able to like play out in like different like bars and clubs and venues but like there's still a lot of people in the scene that haven't like been able to do that so just like to be able to like give them those opportunities and like just pass down like
I want to get like this first volume out in like circulation first because like you know I, I wanted to have them available for the party but like logistically it like was like a, a lot to coordinate so it, it made a little more sense just to like have like the posters like available to like look at there and like you could like read the book there like or like a preview of it basically um but I, I'm like yeah I'm ready to like have it just like printed out now like on like booklets so. They'll probably I'll put them up on like my band camp most likely so that'll be nice word word um oh yeah and then you also came out with merch recently yeah are they uh are they still available they are still available on my band camp um okay. I have um damn I think I have like 15 shirts left something like that got you um and I we made like 50 shirts like I, my friends mm. like Ben and Adam, they and Arthur, they all like screen print like merchandise and like they have like their own like Ben and Arthur have their own like clothing line called Chalk Press. So um, I went to their like studio and like we printed it together. Like they made that shirt too. I was wearing in that picture. They like will embroider things. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So it was it was nice like to be able to work with them to screen print this merch and i worked with like arthur on like the graphics for it um we like came up with like the little wave design <laughs> and then like the back with like the diamonds on it thanks so that, that was fun that was a, also yeah, like a fun, fun project for me and they're still available they're and still you available. don't drop anymore in the future It'll be a different design, but I, I do want to have more merch in the future, yeah. Snap. Yeah. Who who are you listening to these days? Oh wow. <laughs> let me <laughs> let me look in my my recent um damn, I listen to a lot of music all the time. Um <laughs> obviously like Pink Panther is um Liv, I'm excited for her album that's coming up. Mm -hmm. Um she's great um frankie knuckles always coco bryce great like um drum and bass kind of stuff mm -hmm. um i was listening to phony people i like <laughs> finally got around to like listening to their new album um it's not really new anymore but <laughs> i think yeah or no maybe it is new i think they released it in november yeah mm, um, it's, not, it's not too old it's not too old. Yeah. No, I just finally got around to that. Um Kush Jones, Swisha, like Ace Mo, Ace oh, Moma, yeah. like I kind of got into them. Like go hard. Yeah, you know, the the juke bounce work crew. <laughs> very into like the footwork and like mm -hmm. you know that kind of music. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Yeah, and like um Oh, there's this one artist too, Cornell Kovax. He's like a he makes like house electronic music, but he's pretty cool. Like uh, every time I like hear one of his songs, I'm like, oh, this is like different. This is nice. Um, I don't know if he's like a Swedish musician, something. He's just like you know, he makes cool music. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, do you see yourself like moving outside of Philly, like? sometime soon either it's like new york or la or even like overseas or something like that 
I, I do like I, I think it's time honestly like I, I've been wanting mm -hmm. to move out of Philly like for like the last however many years yeah. <laughs> but it's just been like very hard you know just like financially and also like you know just to like uproot myself like that because I have like such like this is like how I make my money is like playing shows in Philly right so, like, you know, it's kind of like, yeah. hard to like replicate that elsewhere it's definitely possible but it's just like an adjustment to make and like you know get acquainted with like another city's scene so I don't think I would move to New York as much as I like playing shows there and like spending time there um I don't think I can like live that way I need like a little more of a relaxed lifestyle <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. I I think I might end up in California somewhere, whether it's like LA or Oakland or gotcha. San Francisco. Like I kinda of, I kind of like that vibe. Um it's a vibe for sure over there. Yeah. <laughs> I just need to, you know, I want it to like work for me. Like I don't want to like feel like too isolated, but I, I also like I want to be around like like the right people, you know. I don't want to like <laughs> I don't want to be around yeah like, people that aren't like you know I don't want to be around fake people and like that's like pretty easy to do in a place like New York or LA but like I just want to make sure I'm like you know I got my people before I like really jump in mm. but you know I'll, I'll find people wherever I go so it'll, <laughs> it'll work out yeah like two more questions um one how do you feel like how would you compare summer 2021 to like this past summer because i feel like they're two pretty like monumental ones for you and for a lot of people but for you specifically but maybe in different ways would you want to like talk about that yeah no I, I i talk about that a lot with like vic like be like i feel like like summer 2021 was like very like there was like a freer element to it. it's like oh my god like there's like all these like outdoor parties or these raves like you know like everything is like you know we're getting back into life again like we don't have to be like so like fearful of like everything and like you know there was a <laughs> there's a lot that happened like through like lockdown and like just like yeah there was just a, a lot that happened <laughs> so to like be able to like get together with people again and like just like be free it was like really, really nice and there there was like a less pressure I feel like to like you know I wasn't like you know I, I was just like having fun more and mm -hmm. I had a lot of fun this summer too for sure mm -hmm. like but it was more structured I feel like or like I I had more of a grip on my life I guess <laughs> like, Facts. like 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 the previous summer was just like oh my god like there's a lot going on and I was I was still working oh my god yeah I was like still working that whole summer like at a restaurant on the weekends like mm -hmm. serving like before I like I would like be serving like the brunch shifts usually yeah and I would go out and like play raves on like Saturday <laughs> nights and then come like work again like Sunday morning like oh doing like god. Sunday brunch at like this like <laughs> garden and <laughs> it was like it was kind of like tiring it was a lot like uh, I, I wasn't able to like do it all and like mm -hmm. you know the summer was more like oh I can like actually fully support myself on this like and I'm like 
you know, I'm with like the booking agency now and like things are like a little more making a little more sense. And like I had the adult swim festival to look forward to all mm-hmm. summer. So it was like kind of like everything was just like building up to that. <laughs> like, it, yeah, that was like <laughs> that was cool. Like I had like something to look forward to and then like everything else in between was nice. Like mm-hmm. it was very good. It was it was like a better like structure to it and like more like okay like this is like what I do now like (laughs) it was kind of like before like you know like wow this is crazy like I'm really like doing this but now I'm like okay like this is like what I do like (laughs) facts yeah um and yeah last question how do you feel about like the Philly I would say like rave scene but also the hip-hop scene because I feel like you're pretty involved in both of them um how do you feel about it and then like how do you see yourself like within that or where do you see yourself within that you know it's like um I feel like you know every scene has its like ups and downs and like transitional periods and stuff mm-hmm. um I feel like because like summer 2021 was so explosive with like the rave scene like it's been like you know now like this past summer everybody was like trying to do the same thing yeah and it kind of got like a little bit repetitive and then like sometimes it felt like you know it's like oh like it's not like so special anymore a little forced type shit yeah it felt a little a little more forced sometimes and like everybody wants to do like the same thing but like sometimes it's just like not like the same care isn't put into it like you know sometimes people are like feeling unsafe at events and it's like we can't have that no like we can't we can't have that like that's really defeating the purpose of yeah the whole point and like some like you know there's just like drama and politics and everything like mm-hmm. who is like involved in what like and who shouldn't be there it's like you know so it's been like that's been kind of hard because like people want to like enjoy and like you know party the same way but it's like you know i'm getting older like the people I like DJ with are getting older and it's mm-hmm. like there's like a lot of younger people that like follow like what we do and like like college students or like people yeah. that like can't go to clubs yet so it's like how do we like <laughs> <laughs> I don't know like I can't like be responsible for the scene forever and like you Wait. know but I I, I want to make sure that there's like things in place that like people can like you know keep doing this and, like feel like they can keep doing this and like you know like finding like the warehouses like finding the people like the right teams to work with finding like the right security the right like people to like you know make sure events run smoothly like not so it's a it's a lot to do it's a lot like one person to do and it's like (laughs) very hard to do right you know like there's a lot of factors into it so you know i just want to make sure that as well but I have a lot of a lot of hope for the scene, you know. Like, it, there's a lot of people that are doing cool shit that are like, sure. I know are gonna like figure it out. But you know, I just I just hope that it like can continue, like, yeah. and it will. But it's just like people have to like want it or like they have to like <laughs> want to figure it out, you know. And, like mm-hmm. those people will come along. They always do. Like shit, yeah. The talent is there for sure, and the talent just, is there like, in the rave scene and like the hip hop scene. Like, er, like, the talent is there. Like, it's, it's, yeah, it's, <laughs> like exactly. it's very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
All right. Well, um, what uh, what should we expect from you in the in the future? More music, more original music, and like, yeah, more like I I really am like ready to like develop myself as an artist, like beyond like being a DJ, like, right. so like hopefully like I can like. <laughs> You know, there, there's going to be a point where I'm doing, like, full, like, live sets of kind of, like, my own music, but it's, like, dance music. And, like, yeah. You know, like, <laughs> we're going we're gonna to get to that point. But, mm -hmm. like, I, I'm excited for that, and, like, to actually, like, feel like I can make music as, like, myself and, like, just develop myself in that way. So. For sure. Yeah. All right. You, uh, you got any shout outs? Shout out to all my loved ones. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> everybody and, and just like the scene you know because like it's a i can't do this without people coming out to like my shows and like yeah you know i i appreciate all of the support even like you know it's hard for me to like be out all the time and like go to everybody's events and like i'm a very like much of a homebody but i i love djing so yeah. you know i i go out <laughs> when i can <laughs> But I, I'm very grateful for, like, the support in the scene and, like, being able to, like, play my music. And, like, I'm grateful that people enjoy the things that I do. Like, I, I enjoy feeling the energy. I enjoy being around it. So it's, it's very cool. Thanks. Yeah. Shout out to those people and uh, shout out Julesy. <laughs> um, Thank you. You know, wrap it up. It's uh, Sleepwalker Radio. Julesy, signing off. See <laughs>